Yo, what's shaking? Cornbread and bacon. It's your boy Chris Doe, aka Royal. Man, welcome to another episode of Truth Talk Radio, where we're all truth all the time. We're about the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, I got a special episode today on fantasy football as the drafts are, are nearing and the season is approaching. There's a question that's been coming up actually quite often. And I think it's because fantasy is getting so popular. New players are trying it out. And um, the question is about the draft. And it's when to draft. When's the best position to draft? Is it number one pick? Is it the end of your draft? If, if it's a snake draft, are we swinging it around so we can get uh, two players back to back? And there's really no certain draft position. Everybody wants the number one so they can get their number one overall pick. But you know how injuries go, bust, and all that. Um, Look at the history of number one picks. It's kind of like shooting fish in a barrel. Hope you get one. But um, with the strategy you want, people have different strategies. Me personally, let's talk about my accolades real quick. I've been playing fantasy about five years now. going Yeah, over five years. And I've been playoffs six times been to Super Bowl five times and I won the Super Bowl four times so and I've been in different leagues 14 team leagues standard uh, 12 team PPRs uh, recently a couple years ago start uh, played in the, the the smaller leagues the tens and the eights and it, it depends on the size of your draft really if you want to know who to pick it depends on the size of your draft um, if you're in a 14 team league hey man you got to pick the best player available, especially if running backs right now, three down running backs, workhorses are so rare. This year, they're starting to pop up a little bit. There's more running backs getting drafted in the first round. So you got to look about value. You got to look at value. Right now, three down running backs are highly valued. Um, receivers who are getting 100 over 100 receptions and double digit touchdowns, that's at a higher value. Or even tight ends. They're, they're so thin at tight end. If you don't get one of the top three or four tight ends, man, you're scrambling through the waivers and you're hoping that they score a touchdown that week. Is that a, is that a battle you want to have? Do you have a strategy for that? So there's a lot that goes into play when having a, a, a draft strategy. And no matter where you pick, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's, it's either going to work out for you or it's not. So here's the thing. One thing that I've learned, I've tried different things. I've been running back, running back first two rounds because I know how how valuable they are. And if especially if you have two top ten running backs, your season's going to look great. I've actually won a ten-team standard where I had three top ten running backs, and I won it because of that. I had a top fifteen quarterback. I had a um, two. I had one top top twenty receiver, a top thirty receiver. My tight end was about an eight or nine. But I did pretty good in the draft, and I picked up on waivers. It was a three-receiver league, but I had three top ten running backs, and I killed the game that year. And and that is true. But I've also won the league where I didn't have top ten running backs. So it just depends. And the best advice I can give those who are asking, oh, man, what if I pick number eight, number ten, number – what's the best option? What I've come to learn, you can have whatever strategy in the world – and it just might not work with the way that you can go heavy receiver. I've seen in a one, we're doing a 10-10 league this weekend, a 10-team league. And I haven't made the playoffs in this 10-team league. It's because I've always 
been in deep leagues and I can tell you right now I'm a sleeper expert I'm a deep round pick expert I know value and that's why I haven't won the 10 team leagues because I'm over here still drafting for value when I need to draft these superstars and so it's a little bit different on this it depends on the size of your league and also you got to know who's in the draft room you got to know who's in the draft room if you were the guy who loves running backs you got to know who to pick look this is a, I was going to make it this long. I'm almost up to my five-minute break. We're going to have to take a break here pretty pretty quick. But look, I'll continue to help y'all out. I'll continue to share some advice and some knowledge. And when I come back from break, I'm going to show you about more about your draft room. So y'all stay tuned in, man. This is True Talk Radio. This is Royal. I'm your host. I'll be right back. Got to pay some bills. Let's go. Hey, we're shaking cornbread and bacon. It's your boy Chris Doe, aka Royal Man. We're back with True Talk Radio, and this is a fantasy sports segment where the question is, what's the best pick to draft from? Is it one? Is it ten? Is it the end? Is it the middle? What's the best pick? Is it number four, like my co-host Clegg says? And so, like I said, where I left off, you got to know your draft room first of all. And if it's your first time with somebody's league or first time you're getting together with some guys, first or even second time, you might not know exactly your draft room. And what I mean by that, I've been in a 12-team PPR league where running backs are going to fly first round. If you don't get your top running back or in the second round, then you won't get one. You won't get a projected top 10 or 12 running back. It just that's you, And I knew that room. We've drafted for years, and I've won Super Bowl in that room, been to another one in that room. So you got to know who you're drafting with. I got another league. Dude loves Gronk to this day. He's a Gronk fan, and he gets him in the third round. Every time Gronk comes around, third round Gronk. And if you want Gronk, if you, if you don't want to battle with tight ends, you know the struggle with tight ends, if you don't want that, if you want a Gronk and you want to get him, you say, you know what, I'm, I'm aiming for Gronk, I'm tired of battling with tight ends, and I'll build around Gronk, then you got to know your room. And if you know that he's before you, or you're going to have to, or after you, you're going to have to get him before him. You might have to get him in the second round, and that might have to, that's something you have to consider if you really want him that bad. So you got to know your room. You got to know if, if they go heavy receiver. You got to know if they go quarterback early. You got to know that so you can have a strategy around that. You shouldn't have just a certain strategy because it won't work all the time, especially, like I said, when the size of your draft and you got to know your room. So that's one thing. If you've been in the league once or twice, you should more than know. Hopefully you're paying attention to what people are picking and you got to know your room. So that, that's the first step to having a draft strategy. And the best advice I can give, I've tried, I went deep. Receiver, I, I went number one receiver, the number one tight end, second one. I've done all that, and I ended up with a good team, but I still didn't make the playoffs. And in that in that league that I, I took Megatron one year at the sixth pick, and then it came back around. Jimmy Graham fell to me, so I took him. I really wanted to run him back, but I had the best team every time that they were they played. I had the highest score in the league, but it was a year that they both were injured with nagging injuries, missed like six games. And that's the tough ones because you don't know. They keep saying they're week to week. They're coming back. So you can't really drop them. 
It would have been better if they're out for the season, drop them, get somebody from waivers and build around that team, maybe make a trade and still compete. So I had the best team when they were in. When they were out, I lost seven. When they were in, I won six. I missed the playoffs. So what I'm trying to say to you is there's not a certain strategy, but know your room and also know who's going to get what. You got to know. If, you, if they're struggling, you pay attention to what's going on in the room. If there's eight running backs gone and you're the ninth or tenth pick, hey, you know you got to get the number one receiver. I mean, it, it's kind of common sense, too. I know you really want a running back and you really want a guy who might be top ten, but I might backdoor you with the, you know, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas if the top nine running backs are gone. Like, you got to make those – or I might go – you know, top tight end, top receiver, or you got to do something. You got to know your room and, and you got to take chances, man. And, and you can't just be hard-headed and stick to one position just because, you know, running backs are valuable or whatever the case may be. So I just want y'all to stick to that. Keep that in mind. And like I said, man, it doesn't matter where you pick from. To me, I'm a fantasy legend. I'll pick from 14 if I got to. I won a Super Bowl in a 14-team standard before, and I had no top 10 running backs. So I, I was good with the deep picks. I was good off the waivers, and we were competitive. I was projected to lose a lot of games, especially in the playoffs and Super Bowl. Won them both. So you got to know value, man. It's all about value. Look, I just want to tell y'all, man, thanks y'all for listening. We're going to keep the podcast going. Y'all stay tuned. I'm going to interview my boy AZ in the next podcast. Can't wait. He dropped the album, The Great Awakening. So we're going to get into it. And for y'all fantasy heads, y'all get ready, man. The season's approaching. And I hope y'all have done y'all's homework. Let's go.